0: This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors
1: come together. Here's your host, Patricia Blondheim. Welcome to the Good Neighbor Podcast. I'm your host, Patricia Blondheim, and today we have good neighbor Hayward Chapman. Hayward is the owner and master inspector at Capstone Home Inspections. Hayward, how are you today? I'm good. Good morning. Good morning. It's nice to see you after this uh, long, beautiful weekend here in the studio.
0: Yes, it is. It's definitely good to see you this morning. Uh,
1: I bet you're appreciating the cooler weather right now.
0: Yes, it definitely. It definitely helps. Uh, you know, it gets kind of hot on the roof and in in attics, and the t- temperature change is definitely nice.
1: Yeah. Tell tell me a little bit about your business. What do you do?
0: Well, uh, like I said, I'm the uh, Owner of Capstone Home Inspections. I'm a certified master inspector. I do uh, residential and commercial inspections. I do uh, mold inspections, lead paint, asbestos, sewer scope inspections. Uh, I have subcontractors that will do uh, pool inspections and septic tank inspections. Uh, I'm the uh, one-stop shop for uh, residential and commercial inspections. If you uh, need anything done, I I can I can make it happen. So.
1: That's that's amazing. So. Um. Tell me what, what is, what, what is uh, you master inspector? So I'm wondering, uh, there are lots of inspectors out there. What, what, what makes, what distinguishes a master inspector?
0: Well, most inspectors, well, you have to become a certified professional inspector to get into the business. Uh, after so many years and so many inspections and, and uh, education, you can uh, <clears throat> go through the process of becoming a master inspector and, it, that involves background checks which I was surprised that uh, most home inspectors that are just certified professionals there's there's no uh, background check for that where you know most realtors uh, and people in uh, real estate you have to have a, a background check well most inspectors if they're just a CPI certified professional there's no background check for them and so uh, but a certified master you you there's more education and there's there's basically OJT you have to have so many inspections uh, logged in. And uh, then you go through the process and the background checks and become certified by uh, InterNACHI, the International Association of Certified Home Inspectors. And uh, uh, I recently got that about a year ago. So,
1: so as a master inspector, you have committed to um, continuing education hours?
0: Absolutely. Well, home inspectors have to do, uh, to, to maintain your uh, your state license, you have to have so many continuing uh, education hours anyway, but it's, there's above and beyond that. There's more. I did more than just what the States required. So.
1: Well, hey, we're tell, tell our listeners about your journey. How did you, how did you end up being a master inspector?
0: <laughs> well, uh, I wasn't always an inspector. Um, uh, uh, I've had a pretty long journey. I'm, uh, I was in the Navy and then I worked in the coal mines for a little while, but, um, to cut to the chase, I ended up working in automotive as a quality engineer uh, after going to University of Alabama um, and worked for uh, one of the local, very large manufacturing facilities around here and uh, some of the uh, suppliers as a quality engineer, which uh, you set up, um, you know, the inspection processes and you, you monitor, uh, you know, the progress and look for ways to improve. The inspection process is on on the online uh, as parts are produced, and so you deal with parts per million. Uh, and then you, you using statistics, you go through uh, the process of improving everything. Well, uh, I was doing that. I bought a house, and uh, when I well, actually, when I bought the house, I uh, it was the eighth house I had put an offer on. So I had seven houses under my belt that I had either <clears throat> been outbid or. For one reason or another, uh didn't get. And uh several of them were because they didn't pass inspection. Uh after I purchased my house, uh my wife and my my realtor were both uh said, you know, you 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 do this for a living, you know, uh as far as you know, you do inspections and you, you know a lot about it, you know, you should be a, a home inspector. And so I uh I went through the process and started doing it part time for a little while, I'm still working in automotive. And then uh, eventually, I uh, I left automotive and did this full time. And I've taken I've taken a lot of the, the tricks and the, of the trade from automotive and transfer them over into the inspection processes that I that I use and I do, uh, you know, with homes and uh, commercial properties.
1: You know, you got to respect that because I know from being in the building industry that inspectors have to. Um, they, they inspect the minutiae of the houses there. Mm-hmm. They they, and, and to do that, there's so many different pieces inside of a house
0: mm-hmm. that
1: you have to have a process. Oh, absolutely. And that process is so important. Right. So you're an expert as an engineer on process mm-hmm. and detail work.
0: It's, and, it's, um, it's, it's re- repeatability is what you're looking for. When I look at a house or, or any property, uh, I look at it the exact same way every single time. It's the same exact process. It's there's, if I don't follow that process, then there is a possibility of missing something. So the, the process is is the key and, and it's just as important as the knowledge of, you know, the, the systems of a property or, a, uh, you know, your HVAC systems, for example, or your, your plumbing or, or electrical systems. It's just as important, it, it, the, the process of the inspection is just important as important as that knowledge that you have of those individual systems. Uh, you have to, you have to do the exact same thing over and over, uh, each wall, each door, each room, you know, it has to be done exactly the same. Uh, and, and once the inspection's over, you also, it, it's, it's very beneficial to go back and look for ways to improve it. Uh, you know, is there, are there ways that you can build redundancy into it to where you can uh, basically like a double check, uh, for example, like, uh, air conditioner vents, um, you know, you'll have multiple air conditioner vents in a, in a, in a house, uh, you know, and you can actually, there's two different, two different steps where you actually can verify that they're all connected. And one of them is when you verify the, the temperature difference between the, the, uh, the vent and the, the, the filter, basically the, your intake, your intake and your output. Um, as well as like when you do your, uh, your attic or your, your crawl space inspection, you're physically looking at them. But when you're verifying the temperature, I'm walking around with a, uh, with a, uh, a thermometer and I'm checking to see what, if the temperature delta is, is correct at each and every location. So that's, it's a redundancy. It's a, it's a, you know, it's built in some double checks, best way to say it. Um, and so, and that's something that, that I, it came from, you know, the things I learned in, in automotive.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, can you share with us, Hayward, any misconceptions people have about your industry?
0: Um, yes. Uh, there, there's people are, I've come across, there's a couple, uh, people will say, ah, well, you know, uh, my dad, my daddy worked in construction and he, he can look at the house. Well, okay. Well, your daddy's also emotionally connected because it's your property and your dad also doesn't have the you know, the, the process, you know, and he may be an expert in, say, roofing or or or, or windows or something, you know, a certain component. But uh, overall, the house, does he know everything um, as well as um, people will say, well, you know, I don't really think I need an inspection. Well, you do because, you know, when when a person I, and I can speak from my own experience on this, when you look at a house, you're you're excited about it. You're like, hey, you know. This would be great. We got a big backyard, you know, for the dogs, and oh, it's a great neighborhood, great school, school zone, and there's all this stuff. And you're and you're looking at the entire area and how that property will fit into your life, and you're not actually looking at the house. You're looking at it, but you're not. You don't see it because and you're emotionally charged. Well, an inspector will go in. It's just another house to an inspector. You see them every day, and and it's and there is no emotion involved. And it is the crack in the wall is the crack in the wall. And it's not like, oh, well, I don't think that's very bad. No, it you know, there's a measurement to it. You know, if it's a a certain width or if there's a a certain number of them, yeah, it means something else. And uh, so it's it's, it's, it's definitely a a great idea to get uh, any property inspected if you're, you know, because it's a big investment.
1: I think it's real important to note that Um, you know, human behavior in the buying process is those human beings will go into the house. They'll be real enthused about everything that you talked about. And um, they will see literally they will see only the kitchen and the furniture in that in the house. Mm -hmm. And um, that's just because of the way our brain works. Right. Yeah. You can't you can't get around that. Mm -hmm. You need to hire somebody to come in. And make sure that your dreams are going to become something other than nightmares. You need somebody who is trained to come in and see everything that's wrong with the house. Um, That kind of disclosure can mean that you make an educated decision and buy the house anyway, or that you sidestep something that is um, potentially disastrous, um, so the amount of money really that you spend on an inspector is uh, that's part of the buying process. I would never do it any other way.
0: Absolutely. And also another thing that, that the home inspection will do is if you, if you think about maintenance on a, on a property, you're going to have, when you buy a property, you're going to have to, maintenance is something you're going to do until you get rid of it. You're, and, and it's everything from the caulking around the windows to, to cracks in the driveway. And, and even with new houses, you know, it gives you a baseline. Here's a list of things that may need to be done. If the house is 20 years old, you know, it's, it's, it, it's different. There's a bigger list, but it lets you know, it lets the buyer know, you know, even if there's nothing that if, if, if once the inspection is completed and you decide to move forward, well, you have a list of things that that need to be done to the house you know where you're at in the maintenance of it. You know, you know, that the, like I said, driveway, you know, you need to just seal the driveway you know, the cracks in the driveway or the ceiling around the, the windows or, you know, uh, clean your gutters out, you know, you know where it is versus you move in and, Oh, well, wow, that gutter stopped up. I didn't know that, you know, so it, it gives you a good baseline on where you are as far as maintenance go. I know a lot of people don't think about it that way, but it's a list. Okay. I've got to do all this from day one. You know,
1: it's like a it. Carfax for a house. You know, a Absolutely. lot of people won't buy a car without a Carfax, and and see, you know, hopefully in that Carfax you'll be able to see the maintenance mm-hmm. records for your for your car, and you wouldn't you wouldn't buy one any other way. That's right. That's so right. Um, this is yeah something that I think it is, um, you know, people need to know more about it. Um, mm-hmm. It's for your protection. Oh, okay. So um, what do you, when you're not doing the extremely fun job of crawling through attics? <laughs> what do you do for fun Hayward? word
0: uh well yeah I have uh I have two dogs I play with uh, my wife uh my wife has a soap business and I, I help her out with it uh, uh sincere soap yep there's a little pun for or a little cheap plug for my wife right there but um um yeah we you know I, I really I do. That's a good question because I, I really don't know. I do a lot of stuff and I've never really thought about it. But, you know, I tinker around the house. I work on my own house, you know, maintenance around my house. And I try to uh, come up with ways to uh, to, to better my trade. I, I'm, I'm actually trying to develop a uh, speaking of crawl spaces, uh, 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 an inspection robot to go through. This is the engineering me, me uh, to be able to to run it through crawl spaces that that maybe. I might be a little too thick to go through. Um, um it's a fat boy joke, but, uh, uh, and so I'm, I'm, working on that and it's, it's something I enjoy as well. You know,
1: it sounds like maybe I'm a nerd or something, but you know, can I say that? Man. <laughs> <laughs> right. you're If you're a nerd, you're a person after my own heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be doing what I do if I wasn't a nerd about what, you know, mm-hmm. about the things I do in my life. Right. Anyway. Um, so, can you describe maybe for us? Um, let's kind of dig a little deeper and talk about a, a hardship or a life challenge that made you a stronger person or a better business person. Hmm. Um, well,
0: you know, I've, I've I've had a a fairly long life, and I've I've been in many different career fields, and 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 done a lot of things in my life, and can't really put my finger on one specific thing other than, you know, with life, if, if you're taking the path of least least resistance, um, you're probably not on the right path. Um, I, I read something the other day and it, and it really hit me. It was take the, take the path of most resistance because that's the path that most people are not on. And that's typically the path to success. And you will learn more by your struggles from struggling against something that is extremely difficult than if you're just going with the flow. And so, uh, you know, I, I can't really point out one specific thing because there have been many, and I, you know, uh, but that's that's something that's a, that, that it really, uh, it really kind of hit me when I read it, and I read up on it, and I got to thinking and, you know, you, you definitely want, you don't want to go where everyone else is going. You want to do, you know, uh, Forge your own path, you know, and and it's going to be hard, and it should be hard,
1: and uh, it'll
0: be better on the the other end once you get through it.
1: Bye. I think that's a that's a commonality for a lot of the entrepreneurs and business owners that I that I talk to is, you know, we we are part of the ten percent of people who found the road less traveled, mm-hmm. took it, found that it was very difficult, didn't turn around. <laughs> and kept going but it leads to the most marvelous place and absolutely. um and the people that you meet along that road are the top 10% of the people in the population as far as self growth mm-hmm. goes mm-hmm. as far as, as as embracing the very difficult work of being you know your own human being
0: absolutely well in in i have most of my life I worked for someone else, you know, worked in industry and I'd heard people say that, you know, do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. And I always thought, Oh, well, okay. Yeah. Maybe if you're a rock star or you're Tiger Woods and you play golf for a living or something. Okay. I understand that. And then I didn't realize it until I started this business and, and and started working for myself. And I, I love this. I love what I do. I, I really enjoy it. Um, the and I don't feel like I'm working, honestly, even though I do work my butt off and, you know, I'm dead tired when I get home. Um, I uh, it, it's 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 something that, you know, I, I don't ever intend to retire as long as I'm physically able to go up a ladder and get in an attic or, you know, go in a crawl space, then I'm going to do it. And because and, and, I just enjoy doing I love looking at houses. And so and to me, this is right up my alley. and uh, And so I finally after. Fifty something. Years, uh, I figured out. <laughs> I finally figured out what that means, and uh, and and I, I, I I'm truly blessed, and I and I I'm very very happy with what I do. So.
1: Well, do you want to um, leave us with something that you wish our listeners knew about your business that we haven't covered?
0: Um. Yeah. Give me a call if you're (laughs) going to buy buy a property or you need something inspected. Give me a call uh, as far as something that I think I've covered most of my base. Well, I mean,
1: let's let's talk about it. Okay. I I, when um, your nomination came through, congratulations, Mm -hmm. you were nominated by the community. I thought, well, this is a home inspector and that's (laughs) terrific. So but you have mentioned that there are other things that maybe it's not part of the buying process of a home. You just need other things inspected. Tell me, um, unpack that just a little bit for me.
0: Hmm. Oh, by the way, before I get into this, whoever, I'm not sure who nominated me, but thank you. I, I, I'm honored to be here and, and to be on this. I, I, I just, it's, it's great to know that someone in the community thought so much, you know, of my business to, to nominate me for the podcast that, you I, I thank you very much if you're listening. Um, as far as the different inspections go, you know, you, you, uh, if, if it's an older house, you definitely want. If it's pre nineteen seventy eight, you want. You definitely want. You know your lead paint inspections because you want to make sure that you know it's safe for your children. As well as asbestos, uh, you need to know that if you're going to be doing uh, uh, upgrades or you know taking down walls or you know if you're working in the house, you know you need to know if there's asbestos in there, as well as the lead paint. Um, you know, if you buy a house, it's got a pool. It's definitely you. That's a that's a big expense right there. You want that looked at too. Um, I'm not sure if this really completely answers your question, but yeah, the different different aspects and the different uh, uh, inspections that I offer, you know, it, it gives you a more well-rounded picture uh, of the, the property you're interested in.
1: What if you're like a weekend or someone who uh, has an unhealthy attachment to uh, Home Depot? Um I, I expect that, you know, a lot of people who are beginning DIYers who have gotten their first home or maybe their second home and they want to do things, that they would benefit from knowing more about their home before they begin, um, they begin improvements on it, you know, to be able to identify, um, you know, load-bearing walls. Uh, it's not always clear. Which which wall doesn't it doesn't always go by with the way the wall is running, Mm -hmm. Um, where your electrical is, where your um, where all your pipes are and your um, your vents. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you're dealing with maybe um, a larger problem that needs to be taken care of before you go into the cosmetic parts of it, I I imagine this would be very helpful for somebody who's looking at revitalizing their home.
0: Well, absolutely. You well, you, you want to know what systems are in place before you attempt to to uh, make any changes. You want to know where, you know, what you've got, what you're starting with. And, you know, a home inspection gives you a good baseline for, for you know, identifying where things are and what things are where, where you know, for example, like where your, your shutoff valve is for your your uh, your your water, because uh, a lot of people think that, Oh, you just turn it off the meter. Well, you can, but there's also another shut off. There's supposed to be. Uh, and your 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 septic clean out uh, or your septic line or your or your uh, uh, your sewer. Your cleanout, you yeah. need to know where that is, you know, or where your pre- water pressure regulator is on your on your system. In case you need to in case the water pressure is too high and you need to turn it down, you know where that is. These are I things. I have a that, water
1: pressure regulator. I did regulator. not know that. Hayward.
0: We're, You can adjust the pressure of your the water in your property and and, uh, a good home inspector will identify if it's if it's there and if it's if it's can be found. Put it that way, Uh, because sometimes sometimes things get buried in the yard, covered up with sod and you can't find them without digging stuff up. um, But yeah, that's that's something that would be identified in the report.
1: You're a very useful guy to know if other people need to know you. And I think that they do. How can they contact you, Hayward?
0: Well, you give me a call at 205-535-0506, or you can uh, go to my website at capstoneinspectionservice.com or you can give me an email at uh, capstone home LLC at gmail dot com. Uh, I'll be glad to help you.
1: Hey, I've loved our talk today. Thank you for stopping by the studio.
0: Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to
1: the Good Neighbor Podcast Northport. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to GNPNorthport.com. That's GNPNorthport.com. Or call 205-809-4910.